Do you know the difference between ketosis and ketoacidosis? Find out next on this week's episode of Keto Mindset. Hey, Keto Junkies. Welcome to Keto Mindset. I'm your host, Jim Morrison, and today we're going to talk about the difference between ketosis and ketoacidosis. But first, let's talk about how my week went and what happened as far as weight loss. Well, this week, I lost two pounds. I'm very excited about that, and that puts me down a total of 122 pounds. So, I still have a long ways to go, but slowly it's coming off slowly and if you've been doing keto for a while you probably have noticed that it's a little slower than what it was before but there's nothing wrong with it being slower slow is good Um, it, it helps your body to catch up so we don't want super fast weight loss we love super fast weight loss you know two or three weeks ago i lost 13 pounds in one week well, that was mostly water weight, but it's still weight that needed to go. So you want to take your time losing weight, and your body is going to dictate itself on how much weight it's going to lose. Don't try to force it into losing weight. So um, I know you guys have all been doing good because I get emails from people and telling me how they've lost weight and how um, I'm helping to inspire them. And I think that's just great. That makes me feel good. And so if you have a story out there, if you want to talk about how much weight you've lost and want to tell me, let me know because I really do want to hear that. So again, two pounds for the week, 122 pounds total. Been feeling really good. I've had a really good week. Uh, Work went well. It went really quick. Uh, The week before was not as good. But, you know, you're going to have weeks like that where sometimes in life, you're going to have a good week and sometimes in life you're going to have a bad week or a bad day, but you can't let those kind of things derail you from your goal. It's very easy when, when you have something um, tough come up to go back to the old ways of the things we used to do, to go back to eating the way we used to eat, to go back to um, getting into those sweets and, temptation will come around during those times you know it's very easy to not be tempted when everything's going well but when things go bad a lot of people want to go another route and if you're just starting out on keto you know you're you're in that point where maybe you're three or four weeks into it and you've lost some weight and you've stalled and that's frustrating but just remember to keep going Um, because you're going to get out of that. And people who are successful on keto never stop. They just continue to go on and they don't give up. And they've adopted that as a lifestyle and not just a fad diet or something they're just going to do this week. They've actually adopted a lifestyle. So you're going to want to stay strong as we talked about last week, and you're going to want to keep going. So if, if you've got some success stories, 
or you want to talk about something, you want to let me know, I love to hear those things. So I'll give you more information at the end of the show on how you can contact me. Because I really would like to be able to hear those things and know that, that this is helping you. So, But let's get into our show this week. We're going to talk about the differences between uh, ketoacidosis and ketosis. So I hear a lot of people talk about um, being told that they're going to go into ketoacidosis if they start the keto diet. And I'm one of those people. I've heard that from people. I've actually heard that from doctors and nurses who would say, you're going to be in ketoacidosis. Don't do this diet. This diet isn't healthy. This diet is going to kill you. Um, it was a big thing back when, uh, during the Atkins craze, the low carb craze, which, um, is not much different than keto. It, Atkins originally proposed the high fat portion, but then he was kind of ostracized in the community. And so he backed off on that, but it's the same, it's the same diet basically but you're the, the chances of you being in ketoacidosis are extremely low and we're going to talk about why that happens and how it can happen and what you need to do to avoid that so so let's start off with what is ketosis well you know on this program or when you hear people talking about ketosis out there they should be talking about nutritional ketosis and that's what that's what I talk about and that's when your body is burning fat instead of carbs for energy. So normally in a normal diet that we used to do, we would eat, you know, a donut for breakfast or sugar in our coffee, um, you know, a sandwich at lunch. And we would take in all these carbs and those carbs get broke down into your body into sugars. And it gets broke down uh, very fast into sugars depending upon what kind of food you eat, it'll go faster or it'll go slower. And that raises your blood glucose up. So you get blood glucose up, your sugar goes up, and your cells use that for energy. Insulin kicks in, and that drives that glucose into your cells, and that uses it for energy. And then that's how you, that's how you get your cells to work, and that's how you get your energy. But you don't need carbs for energy so when you're in ketosis you're burning fat and the body releases ketones which your cells it takes a little while for that to happen but your cells will begin to use that for energy and in between the time of using all your glucose up and starting to use ketones that's when you start having those that little bit of keto flu feeling that people get in the last two or three days and then it's over and you're using ketones and you start getting into nutritional ketosis. But those ketones are actually a better energy source than your, than your glucose is. And so when you're in a keto diet, when you're, you know, when you're in ketosis, you're burning ketones your, your body makes ketones from the fat. You burn the ketones, and that's your energy source. And that is perfectly safe, perfectly healthy, 
no problems with that. And you can sustain that for the rest of your life with no problems. So it is not detrimental to your health. Now, when you're in nutritional ketosis, you're going to take your ketones up above 0.5 millimoles. Um, and that is when you begin, that's when you are in good ketone production. And mine, for example, I run about 1.3 on average to 1.5. I've been as high as 3. Last night when I tested, I was at 0.8, so I was a little low. Um, but that was okay. That's that's fine. I'm still in ketosis, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, so let's talk about how ketoacidosis occurs. Well, this occurs mostly in type 1 diabetics, and this is called diabetic ketoacidosis. So your blood sugar gets very high, um, very high, you know, 600, 700, um, whereas, you know, the average person runs under 100. So, you, you know, you're seven, eight times higher than what, you know, you're, you should be. It's just ridiculous that you're, you know, how, the, the amount of sugar that your blood can hold like that. And you're not releasing insulin to take care of that. So a type 1 diabetic doesn't make insulin on their own, whereas a type 2 diabetic may make some insulin but their cells are insulin resistant, and so they have to take insulin to they have to, they have to take more insulin in than what their body is producing in order to get those cells to uptake the glucose. So you have to force more insulin in and force those cells to take that glucose in. And so when your blood sugar gets really high, it's a type 1 diabetic, and you're not taking your insulin to lower it, and the ketones in your blood get high, um, that's when ketoacidosis happens. And I'm not talking about 1.3 millimoles of ketones. I'm talking 18, 20, 30. I'm talking very, very high ketone levels. And so that's when your blood becomes more acidic. And it's a life-threatening problem. You need to get help. You need to go to the ER and you need to get checked out and get that, get that fixed. But it's when you don't manage it, when you don't take care of yourself and you don't, you don't do the things you should do properly, that ketoacidosis can happen. And... You know, you're not doing it on purpose. It's just one of those things that happen. And so people who are um, a type 1 diabetic, you know, if, you, if you're wanting to do keto and you're a type 1 diabetic, this is something you really need to do with doctor supervision. Now, if you want to do keto, you probably should talk to your doctor about it anyway. Do people really go and talk to their doctor about stuff when they want to try a new diet or they want to do something? No, they don't. But should they? Yes. Because if you have underlying medical conditions, you want to know that you're not going to do something that's going to 
adversely affect your health. And so you really need to consult your doctor about things. That's, that's important, especially if you're a type one diabetic, because you don't want to be in ketoacidosis. But I think if you're testing your blood sugar appropriately and you're, you're doing keto and you're testing your ketones on a regular basis, I generally test once a day. Weekends, I might test twice. But if you're testing several times a day as a diabetic, and if you're already sticking your finger, um, it doesn't, you can use the same amount of blood from that same finger stick to test your ketones. So you could test them both, and you could do that and maintain that keto diet and be you know, aware of what is going on with your own body. You know, we have to take care of ourselves. We have to know what's going on with ourselves. If we don't know what's going on with yourself, if you don't know how, like if I don't know how I feel when I do something, then I'm not aware of what's going on. And I should be able to tell, for instance, when I'm in ketosis, I can tell if my blood sugar gets too low. And that's the thing that happens when you're on, when you're in ketosis, because you're, if you're not eating um, enough, your blood sugar ha can have a tendency to drop. Or if you're if you're doing things that are uh, maybe heavier exercise and you're not getting enough ketones, you know you're you're gonna burn off that glucose that is in your blood. Everybody has glucose in their blood. You know if you just ate nothing but meat, if you're on a carnivore diet, you're still gonna have a blood glucose of you know in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Because your liver will make glucose from those ketones. It'll make glucose. Your brain needs glucose. So glucose in itself is not a bad thing. It's when it's too high that it becomes an issue. So to get into ketoacidosis, which is something you don't want to be in, you have to have high blood glucose and high ketones. And this together is what causes your ketoacidosis. And so don't let people tell you that you're going to be in ketoacidosis if you do the keto diet. That is not what that is. It just happens to be that they both start with the word keto. And that's what scares people. So if you are a type 1 diabetic, and you want to do the keto, keto diet, go see your doctor. If you're a type 2 diabetic, go see your doctor. If you're not diabetic, go see your doctor. Just make sure. It's very possible your doctor may not be an advocate for, for the keto diet. And if he's not, then maybe you need to find a different doctor. Because some of these doctors out there don't keep up with what's going on and if you want to feel better if you want to lose weight if you want to get control of your glucose you want to take your blood sugar down you want to do the things that you need to do then i suggest that you talk to whoever it is you need to talk to and do do your keto if that's what you want to do so that's our show for this week 
Um, if you want to contact me, you can get a hold of me on Twitter. I'm um, at Real Keto Gym on Twitter. Um, send me a message if you want to. You can follow me. If you follow me, I'll follow you back. And if you want to send me an email, you can email me. I am realketogym at gmail.com. Again, realketogym at gmail.com. Send me an email. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know if you like the show. And uh, if there's a topic you want to hear about, something that you need to know more about, something you're interested in, let me know. If you're losing weight doing keto, let me know. If you're not, let me know. And, you know, we're, we're doing this together. And I appreciate you listening to my podcast. And if you listen to me on iTunes, I'm going to ask that you go on to iTunes and you rate and review this show because that's how we get new listeners and that's how we move up the list of shows. And if you like it, please give me five stars. That really helps me. Um, and that's, that's about it. I hope you guys have a great week. I hope that you are now have a better understanding of ketosis versus ketoacidosis. And, uh, you know, if you hear somebody say you're going to be in ketoacidosis or they try to tell somebody else that they're going to do that, you know, spend a little time and educate them. So until next week, keto junkies, keep it keto. <laughs>